episode of the College Football Overdrive Podcast. I am Fred Purdue. I am one of your hosts. I'm joined by my esteemed colleague, Rick Brown, after a crazy, wild, and I mean wild, week seven. What's up, Rick? What's up, Freddie P? What a great Saturday for football. I mean, forget separation Saturday. This was about just great football teams playing great football against each other uh, what a weekend what 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 a what a day what a day yesterday absolutely i mean it's we had some some twists some turns i got a, i got some material to troll people with yeah let me not let me not get too started because you know how i do let me, let's not get started on that um but yeah, week seven was crazy. Uh, make sure you go follow the show on Twitter, CF, at CFB Overdrive. Follow me on Twitter at Fred Purdue CFB. Rick, have you? Did anybody tell you what a Tar Heel was? Did any of the Duke? Maybe if the Duke fans knew what a Tar Heel was, they might have won that game. Ooh, ow, ow! No, no one's told me yet. But if you if you figure it out. You can uh, tell me at Rick Brown 91 what the hell a Tar Heel is because I've been doing this for seven plus weeks. Still looking, still still trying to search, trying to find the right answer. Or any Definitely. answer, geez. I just want something. I mean, maybe a field goal, maybe never mind. Sorry, dude. Sorry. You had one job. You had one job. We'll show you how to do it. We'll show you how to finish games next week. Sign a good mile. Happy Miami Hurricane. Getting off the schneid. Yeah, yeah. So we had we had some wild games. We had some very wild, wild games. And um, you know, as the the resident Miami Hurricane, you know, you know, I had a 12:30 kick and started out pretty good. Those Canes faced off against the uh Virginia Tech Hokies. Once a really good rivalry. Uh, Virginia Tech has kind of fallen off. Miami's been kind of so mediocre over the years, but you know. Um, when these two lock up, it's always pretty a pretty good, interesting game. And Tyler Van Dyke looks like he looks like he's reverting back to the the old days of last year <laughs> um, when he really started taking off and where he started his journey into ACC Rookie of the Year. Started out six of eight for 101 yards and a touchdown, and then the offense just sputtered. I mean, the offense just it sputtered in the second half. Coming up with only three points, defense had to to save them a lot um, and barely came up at the end, had to hold on at the end. Um, 160 yards of penalties on 17, 17 penalties for 160 yards. Not the, It's the little things that matter that separate the good from the great. And every time I keep saying I'm, I'm, I'm impressed and then I see little things like this, a very undisciplined football team. Some ticky tack stuff, you know how it is when you get that home cooking, but it's all good. Uh, Canes win twenty to fourteen, encouraged by seeing a, a receiver starting to emerge in Kobe Young, uh, a, a, a JUCO transfer. Uh, every time he gets a chance, he he catches everything, and then they they pull him, and then we may see him later. Um, but he had a he had over a hundred for six. He had over a hundred yards on six targets and a touchdown, and you know, he made it do what it do. Offensive line couldn't block a soul still. It's all on Tyler Van Dyke, as it has been for the last year. But Kane's pull it out. On to Duke. 
This Kane's update has been brought to you by Who Gives a F- dot com. Wow. Where where we all where where we just follow the losing teams around this area. Man, there were some great games going on yesterday. Kane's not one of them. Let's talk about some real football. Let's talk about the game. Your underdog. Your underdogs. The the team that you said had a shot to do it. And they did it. Let's talk about Rocky Top. Oh, Rocky Top. <laughs> so, so, so at the beginning, of, so dating back to around this time last year, I said Tennessee would be a really good team if their defense came along. Josh Heupel was the right hire. And now that they settled in on their quarterback, who is Hendon Hooker, the former Virginia Tech quarterback transfer, by the way, who gave Miami all kinds of problems. So I, I have some experience with Mr. Hendon Hooker. Uh, I, I couldn't I usually, you know, we usually get a last name, but you, I don't really want to say, you know, you know, you know, you following, you're following. I don't have any experience with that. So um, but Mr. Hendon Hooker, I have experience seeing him and he was a problem at Virginia Tech and he's really a problem now. Uh, but I said they would be a real problem going into next year once they really get a chance to get really entrenched in this offense. Usually it takes – in college it takes about two years for a guy to really – first year it's like the he understands it, but then second year the light comes on. I think the light came on, and they – I've just – I'm at a loss for words because I've never seen Alabama take a punch like that, and they don't get off the mat. In the first half, I mean, Hypo spreading these guys out side, literally sideline to sideline. Um, one play in particular that stood out to me, I think it was the second touchdown. The tight end went across the formation, and everybody's eyes went straight to him. And uh, Jalen uh, Hyatt just went streaking down the field on a post route, and I'm like, what? are you guys doing you have undisciplined eyes and you're just you're, you guys are just taking every bit of cheese you're taking all the cheese and it was like that for the entire game i mean where was where was um where was where was mr anderson at i i don't triple getting triple teamed dallas turner where were you jordan battle what were you doing um yeah, this one this one was crazy. But on the other side, they fought back. They, I, I was impressed with how Alabama fought back. Um, they took a punch early. They finally got off the mat at, a, at about eight, the eight count. And Bryce Young said, hey, guys, I'm the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. We probably should have won a national title last year, had my all my weapons not gotten hurt. Let me show you what it do. And Jameer Gibbs the Dalvin cook clone said, I I'm, I'm part of this football team too. And let me show you what I can do. And he put a couple guys in blenders and he is so fast. He is quick, fast, and he gets where he needs to go in a hurry. I also have experience seeing him. I'm glad I do not have to see him anymore at Georgia tech. Thank you, Mr. Saban for getting him off out of the ACC. Um, but Alabama's receivers started, you know, I think they're growing up a little bit, but the one Redheaded stepchild, the ugly thing in the in the room at Alabama that has caused Nick Saban problems, whether it's a kick six or miss kicks in crunch time. Will Reichert misses a kick at the end. And I said they're on the fringe. I would I would probably just punt this thing. 
take it to overtime. No, they didn't do it. And um, Hendon Hooker made it do what it do. Yeah, Hendon Hooker. Say hello to the Heisman. Uh, just a little bit of a preview. Say hello to the Heisman race. Tennessee won 52 to 49. What a second half. I have to admit, I didn't watch too much of the first half. I was um, had to had to watch these winning Rattlers do what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're not talking about Congratulations that to game. Uh, five in a row. But we're not talking about them guys. We're talking about when I flipped over and by then Bama was coming back. And I think I, I uh, you, you you hit me up on text offline and was like, um, Bryce is real comfortable. And I shot something about something about some Dr. Pepper. Yeah, this Dr. Pepper. <laughs> For all you Fanville yeah. fans, you, you, you know what I'm talking about. But um, what a second half. And every time that I thought Alabama was ready to shut the door on Tennessee, them damn Vols came back. And and who the hell is this Jalen Hyatt? And and another, where the hell was the Alabama defense? And what you have... This guy caught six passes, five were touchdowns, mm-hmm. and we're not talking about the, um, the 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 uh, the Kelsey touchdowns where he had four touchdowns and 20, 25 yards receiving. No, this guy had six catches, two hundred and seven yards, <laughs> and five touchdowns. That means he was going up top. Time after time after time after time. And you're telling me a Nick Saban team could not stop one guy? Ooh, ooh, that was that was incredible. But hey, hey, having said that, the and you named it, the the, the reigning Heisman winner said, um, hey guys, this is what I do. Just just follow me. And he put him in position. I mean, he either the plays he was making, the the intelligence this kid has. And I'm not going to even get on Will Riker too much. For I mean, it was 50 yards. And even though everyone is thinking that 50 yards now is the new 40-yard uh, field goal, yeah, it's 50 yards, folks. <laughs> it's 50 yards. So it's not a chip shot. Uh and most of these college kickers are not going into the NFL, so sorry. Uh, but great win. I think Tennessee's first win over Alabama in 13, 15 years, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Since he's gotten – since at least Saban's gotten there. Um, they won 15 their – 15 yeah. years. It's yes. been 15 years. And, yes. and so con- congratulations to – the the volunteers, hey, great win. Alabama's still not out of this yet because if they went out, I think they still have a shot at at, at gold. But we'll see how it goes. They have they have a tough road ahead. LSU and old, LSU, Ole Miss, and well, Mississippi State. Never mind. Um, all loom ahead, but 
Um, this one was this one's going to be a tough pill to swallow. Um, but I think both sides learned a little bit. Um, Tennessee has they still have one big big test left, and that one has a little bit more of a defense. But if they get over that hump, I don't really see anybody else stopping them. Uh, Tennessee looked really good. Um, even even when they couldn't, the, the offense stalled. They just kept finding a way to move the ball, and this game was never comfortable um, for Alabama once they did come back. Alabama has a puncher's chance still. I, I had questions: could they score against a real team? Um, they can score against a real team. Right, Jameer Gibbs, Coach Saban, give him the football. Let me say it again: give Jameer Gibbs the football. If you want to win games, you got to win ugly, coach. All the days of winning pretty are over. You don't have the receivers to do it, but you do have a pretty good, pretty, pretty good running back. So um, we'll keep our eye on both of these teams. I know one team that might just be in that um, that whole playoff race. You never know. We'll see. Um, Michigan Penn State, a game I thought was going to be a lot closer than what it was, but behind a strong Offensive line, a strong running game. Number five, Michigan. Um, yeah, they blew out. That's the only way. That's the best way we can put it. We're just going to call it what it is. It was a straight old, good old-fashioned ass whooping. 41-17 over the number 10 Nittany Lions. There's a huge separation in the Big Ten. Ohio State is at the top by themselves. And then there's Michigan. There's like a rung below. And then there's everybody else. And you can pick whoever you want throughout um, the Big Ten. I mean, it's like they're that hierarchy in that conference. It, it's like it's like night and day, and it's it's the talent disparity. I thought was going to make a difference, but you know, um, yeah, that, this game wasn't close. Blake Corum looked really good. Uh, Penn State again looked really bad when they have to score points and they have to score more than twenty-one points. Yeah, yeah, no, you and you have to score points in this conference. Uh, this is not the old uh, three yards in a cloud of dust conference. So get ready to score points. Go Tarball. Um, it's going to look nice until you see Ohio State, where you're going to have to st- you're going to have to actually throw the football, and we'll see. But um, so far, the the, the Wolverines are seven and zero, uh, and they're going to stay in the top five. Indeed. Um, shout out to. Well, you called it an ass kicking, and it didn't become an ass kicking until the second half. It was uh, halftime. It was sixteen fourteen, mm-hmm. and Penn State was right there. But I mean, you cannot. Let me repeat that. You cannot give up four hundred and eighteen yards on the ground. <laughs> On the ground, Michigan pounded that rock. You said this is a three yards in a cloud of dust. You're right. It's whatever amount of yards I want to get in a cloud of dust because Michigan ran rough shot over the number five Russian defense in the country. And that opened my eyes a little bit because any time you can run the ball, that means you're controlling the clock, you're controlling the tempo, and a high-powered offense. Not that Penn State has a high-powered offense. I'm not saying that. I'm thinking down the road, folks. Stay with me here. Be with me here. Uh, that's keeping a high-powered offense off the field, which means you have a shot. 
I love what I see out of Michigan. This conference, everyone's trying to give it to Ohio State. Yeah, not so fast, Michigan is saying. Mm, maybe. Not so fast. I think the revenge tour is is, is still in place. Um, no Ohio State this weekend. Got a little bit of a break from, from, from throwing the football. Uh, that conference looked very, very, very run heavy. Uh, when you see schools like Illinois putting up 26 on Minnesota early, um, your Terps, the, the Maryland Terps, uh, Maryland. they put up 30. Yeah, yeah, they they put up they put up 38. Um, young Young Tongue of Viola had set 270 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, no Yolo balls this time, thank goodness. Um, but they <laughs> that Indiana we, that we saw. <laughs> that we saw exactly flipping back and forth between every game, you know, that I caught. But yeah, um, we had a barn burner. We had Michigan State and Wisconsin. Uh, Michigan State won 34 28 in double big overtime. Win. Big, big win, win for them, kept they, them in it. And just, and just when you thought Nebraska was coming around, 43 points dropped on them by a Purdue team that. I didn't think it score 43 points all season. So yeah. it, it just didn't. I mean, they haven't scored that much at all, all year long. Um, I'm sorry. They did that against Indiana state. Um, that doesn't really count. Um, but you know, yeah, they, against a real team, they're not, they're typically not being able to put those kind of points up. So um, that one was disappointing. I was actually kind of slightly rooting for them once they got a, a new head coach and they, you know, they decided to get the Frosties out of their, um, their, their natural diet. So, you know. I don't understand why you got a thing against Frost. And as I told you a couple of weeks ago that this team hasn't, didn't have the talent and they got rid of Frosty too soon. And they just don't hmm. have the talent to play yet. Yes, they won a couple of – they're not there, guys. Nebraska's not there yet. They ought to take the end off their helmets. Mm. Ouch. Ouch. Uh, Auburn and Ole Miss, we had a we had a 48-34 barn burner. Uh, Ole Miss under Lane Kiffin looks really good offensively. Um, Auburn, if I was you, if I were you, I would I would advise my head coach to update his LinkedIn account sooner than later, uh, and make sure they erase that whole War Eagle thing off of it. Put like former Auburn head co- head coach because at some point you you're gonna have to do it anyway. Uh, just go ahead and pay the buyout. It's it'll be worth it down the road. Just saying. I got nothing to say about that, man. You you know you. You know, I'm not talking about coaches <laughs> losing their jobs. I refuse to. Speaking of a coach that we that may may have been on the hot seat after, or at least perceived hot seat, going into into this in week seven, going into week seven, uh, Brent Venables and his Oklahoma Oklahoma Sooners faced off against the uh, number uh, eighteen Kansas Jayhawks after mm-hmm. their loss to uh, TCU. Uh, you know this one. This one was this one was tough. Uh, Fifty. I mean, this game was over before it ever really started. Um, it was 38-21 in the first half, and Oklahoma just cruised the rest of the way. Uh, they tried a late comeback, but they lost 52-42. Uh, I think this Kansas team isn't a bad team, but now you're seeing where the depth and attrition is taking over, and when they play a high-powered offense without their quarterback. 
um, this is what's going to happen. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, Kansas, you know, um, it's been fun. It was a nice run. It was a nice wild ride while it lasted, but, um, we got to go to, we got some other rides at the amusement park. We got to talk about just saying. (laughs) How quickly they, they jump off the bandwagon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I tell you, they jump off real fast on these rides. But um, Oklahoma needed that one. <laughs> they needed that one. Came out with the fresh, snazzy jerseys. Yeah, those oh, were pretty man. fresh. They were pretty fresh. I was like, oh, okay, who is this? And then I was like, oh, it's Oklahoma. <laughs> and they played like Oklahoma. They played Oklahoma football. They did. They're still not there yet, but this was a good win for them. They 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 needed it, uh, and you're right. Venable needed it. Uh, the it, it could have been the naysayers would have been yelling and screaming and choking, but he he has a one week reprieve. Yeah, just a one just one week um, before the online trolls get back after him. Uh, the number twenty two Texas Longhorns survive against the Iowa State. Cyclones, Matt Campbell. He just he doesn't have the talent. He doesn't have the the money around him at these at his program. But somehow, some way, he's always given Texas and Oklahoma problems. And again, he did it again. He held, uh this game was uh 14-7 at half. Um Texas scored 10 points in the second half. Plain and simple. This game was close the entire time. Um, I think Texas was um riding high after that last after last week. And well, um, they look. They were looking ahead. They were kind of sleeping on that Iowa State team. They were feeling themselves maybe a little too much. Well, but but they pulled it out, and Sark is safe for now. You know, you always want to. It is is best to to learn about yourself in a victory than than a defeat. So yeah, it was a. Yeah, they were probably feeling themselves and reading their reading their own copy and thinking that they were all of that after crushing Oklahoma last week. It's only natural that they will have a letdown after beating your arch rivals um, or one of your arch rivals, one of your two arch rivals, like you did. So it's natural to have a letdown. Um, it's better to do that in a victory, however, <laughs> than, than a defeat. They did that. They can learn from it and move on. Good win, Texas. Good win. I I won't spend too long on this one. I just I have a question for sure. Vanderbilt. Sure. You said Vanderbilt said their head coach said um that this was their conference this year. Mm. Mm. Did he mean it was their conference to get their ass kicked every week, or did they mean? Did he mean like it was their conference to win? I'm confused. Mm. Help me. Help. Can you help me? Because the last two out of the last three games, they've lost a combined by a combined one ten to three. Alabama mm. and Georgia said no, 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 no. This is our conference, and they meant it. Um, you know, it, 
and you can sprinkle in old Miss out there too. And actually, they've given up 50 plus in the last three games. I'm just gonna call it the way it is. This team is bad, and this is not your conference. This will never be your conference. You are here for academics. Stay in your place, uh, Vanderbilt. And you might play basketball every now and then. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're trying to say that Vanderbilt is not SEC? No, You're trying to it. say Vanderbilt is not SEC? No. no. If Vanderbilt is not SEC, then then um, <laughs> I've got that. I've got you ain't that got the, I, was waiting, I was waiting on the punch line, but oh, yeah, they're not no, SEC. No, no. no. They're academia no. in the SEC. Yeah. No, they, no. They're the Harvard of the South. But yeah. um, yeah. at least they—that's what they say they are. But I'm um, sorry, Vandy. You just got fifty. You had fifty-five, fifty-two, and fifty-five dropped on you in consecutive weeks, and you've scored three points in two of the last three. Yeah. This is what happens when you say things at press conferences and, and on camera. There, these coaches are. If I, you know Kirby's not taking his foot off your neck, you do know this. I mean. Kirby has a message. He says, I am the national champion and you do something. You don't like it, do something about it. And you didn't do anything about it. You just let Debo come off the come on the block and just take your chain. Just saying. And the bicycle. Oof. And the bicycle. Wow. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. I was just trying to give them to, to okay. All right. All right. So I won't spend too much longer on that one. Um, Oklahoma State, TCU was a crazy one. I flipped away from it and I wish I hadn't. Uh TCU 43 over uh 43 to 40 in double overtime. Crazy crazy game. I picked Oklahoma State to win this one. I just knew Spencer Sanders would come through for me and well, he didn't. Quentin Richardson, I'm sorry, Quentin, I almost gave you a basketball player. Quentin Johnston, uh one of the top receivers in the country, um in that same class as um Jalen Hyatt, actually, in that 2020 class. That 2020 class was pretty good. Go check it out. Uh, of receivers. Uh, scored the game-winning touchdown. This game was everything I said it would be. A good old-fashioned good uh, Big 12 shootout. And, um, yeah. Sorry, Coach. You're a man. You're 50, but you caught this loss. Yeah, he caught, he caught, that, he caught that L from them horn frogs. Uh, what a game. Just – uh, back and forth. What? I got to give it up to the the fighting Joe Briggs. Shout out to my boy, my man Joe Briggs, Polk County. Stand up. Always gonna give him a shout as long as TCU keep on winning. And yes, like I said, I I, I went back and forth with this game, and I said every time I go against TCU, they pop me, and they pop me again. Give it up. I mean, are this? Are they for real? For real? Are they for real? Mm. Sunny uh, has them. Sunny has these. This team believing in itself, and wow, they're they're playing ball. This team looks really good, especially offensively. We'll find out because Texas or uh, TCU will be facing off against a very run heavy team in Kansas State, who's had a week off. And Adrian Martinez has caught fire. You know how those bye weeks come. They happen at the wrong time, and, you know, you lose a little bit of, of momentum. But this team has 
they have they have a pretty manageable schedule down the, or actually it's not it's a it's quite tough to you can navigate it but you have uh Kansas State coming up West Virginia on the road Texas Tech mm, pretty tough teams Texas is looming uh it's in Austin in uh in November and then they have Baylor uh after Texas on the road so mm, you'll find out a lot about this team in the next 3 to 5 weeks We'll find mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where the the attrition and the injuries and and the, the, if you lose a game, does your team go in the tank? We're gonna find out a lot about a lot of teams, especially now that we're in conference play. Uh, speaking of a team, we're gonna find out a lot about NC State, uh, number fifteen, facing off against number eighteen, uh, Syracuse. Sean Tucker. Again, makes plays. He's a really dynamic running back. Uh, Garrett Schrader slinging that thing around the field, 215 yards, two touchdowns, two ugly picks, but still got it done. Um, NC State quarterback Devin Leary is out for the season with a shoulder injury. Uh, he wasn't. He he was a possible play this week, but no go. Um, Jack Chambers, grad transfer, is coming in. I saw him against Florida State. Didn't like what I saw. Uh, I tuned into about maybe five minutes of this game, and I said, nope, game over. Game over. He can't throw the football. And they don't throw the football well already. NC State's in a lot of trouble. They, probably, they more than likely will not have a number next to their name for the at the end of this season. Mm-mm. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of a team that doesn't have a won't have a number next to their name at the end of the season, well, no, I won't say they won't, but they they had their first time had a number next to their name. Uh, the number twenty five, um, James Madison had uh, Georgia Southern, a good Georgia Southern team, the same Georgia Southern team that gave uh, Nebraska everything they wanted. Uh, and they got another upset against James Madison, forty five thirty eight. Yeah, Clay Helton, we said it preseason. Clay Helton may not be USC material, but take him to a um, a G5 and give him some talent, give him some transfer portal talent, and let him go. I mean, he he's putting the, this Georgia Southern team puts up points, and they put them up quick. Sorry, James Madison, maybe next week. It's okay, JMU. I mean, Georgia – I mean, George, you know, it, it's a Georgia team. It, it happens. It happens, JMU. Let's just come on back. Let's come on back and, and, and prove that you belong with the big boys. One day. Just keep doing what you're doing, though. Keep growing, JMU. Keep growing. Uh, speaking of the big boys, the LSU Tigers, uh, you know, that, that five and two – that five and two LSU team that probably should be ranked had they had a, a, a smart special teams coordinator. Never mind, guys. Let me let me. That's the past. We're living in the past. Living in the past. Um, but they faced off against the Florida Gators, uh, 45-35. This game was over fairly quickly. Uh, it was twenty. It was twenty-eight, uh, twenty-one at the, at the end of the half. Uh, LSU scored fourteen in the third quarter. Florida tried to make a run at the end, but they just don't have it at quarterback. Um, Anthony Richardson, mm, still not sold. 
Uh, he's a nice runner, but they still can't run the football. Still not a great throw of the football. 15 of 25 for 185 yards and a touchdown. Just not going to get it done. Um, defensively, still giving up tons of points. Uh, any day that a Gator becomes Gator bait, that's a good day. Mm. Good job, LSU. Bum, 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 bum. Love them Tigers. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. All right. AR-15 is like. Are we allowed to say that now? Is it cool or is that not like a, you know, just saying. Oh, just saying. Uh, okay. I, I think that's fair. Okay. I, I, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Okay. Okay. Uh, A15. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm cool with it if you're cool with it. I, I, I just, it just, it just flows off of it. Yeah, it just, it just yeah I think we'll keep it. it. We'll keep it. He get, he gets uh, special treatment. Yeah. Since, since the way, since he's like only half cocked though, so I'll just go A15. How's that? It, it's, okay. It's okay. Okay. You know, I mean, he he's like the gift that he he he, he gives, and then he takes away for both teams. Uh, it, it's <laughs> it's hard. I know Gator fans must be pulling out their their old skin because, oh my goodness, he'll fumble or throw a bad pass. And you think, why is this dude even out there? And then he'll run for an 85-yard touchdown. Like, what in the world is going on here? It has to be maddening. If I was, uh, if I was a Gator fan, I think I'd just take the the rest of the season off until he's gone. <laughs> I just, it, it, it's rough, man. It's rough. Um, hats off to the um, Fighting Kellys though for. For hanging in there. I mean, after that first game, they're going to get booed out of Louisiana, but um, they're still fighting and they're doing good so far. Any, like I said, anytime uh, we don't, they're not really a rival, but they're there, that other team up, up kind of north. Um, for us, at least, it's, it's north. Um, yeah, anytime they go down. A good day. Uh, actually, two sets of tigers may have had some gator bait. Had some good old gator bait. Maybe some good, or they had good wins. And I'll leave that alone. Um, the Clemson Tigers. Um, yeah. 34 28 Florida State. You know, I said this. Um, I said this on social media earlier this morning. I said, you know, it was all good just a couple weeks ago. Um, Florida State was riding high and we're back and this and that. And, you know, we fast forward three weeks and they've lost three consecutive ACC Atlantic Division games to Wake Forest, NC State, and Clemson, effectively ending their season. Most of my my Noel fan friends. Coach. Yeah, you guys are talking football. Oh, I'm sorry. You guys are talking baseball playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah, playoffs. Um, Strict. You know, yeah, baseball. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you're praying that you don't lose to Miami and Florida or both. Um, 
and simply you or you just simply disappeared and you you you're gonna be you're gonna stay in the shadows until next year. Well, you'll bring back out the Knowles are back, the Knowles are back, the Knowles are back. You guys gotta stop. You gotta stop doing this. Your season's over, guys. Um, I sleep very good at night knowing that you lose a game. You've lost three ACC games and effectively cannot win the ACC unless basically Clemson just has an entire just meltdown. And the and NC State, we know they're going to be bad, but they're because of quarterback problems. But you still got to hope Wake Forest has a meltdown. So, by the way, Canes are still in it. I'll leave it alone now. I'm I'm off my troll. I'm all, I've been holding that all day. I've been holding that one all day. Just saying. When does Miami play Florida State? November fifth, three days before my birthday. Mm. That'll be a nice birthday present, Florida State, to go ahead and um take this L. Yeah, I think Florida State's now playing for the state of Florida title. <laughs> uh, that's the only thing they can play for. I mean, they could have been blown out, though. And as I said, what can what I, I like about Florida State is slowly but surely, you're, still, you're starting to see flashes of, of the talent that made them mm-hmm. as good as they were back in the in the early nineties, late eighties, nineties. Um, the speed. Yeah. The linebacker playing. Of course, it's still not there yet. And I'm not sure if Norvell is the guy to take him there, but I like what I'm seeing and I'm not. Coach Prime. (sighs) You know, it's going to happen. You know, it's going to happen. That might be too much pressure. But if he does, can you imagine the um, the talent that will come just because of the name? I know. I need Coach so, Tom to stay far away from Florida State. Stay far away. So, I mean, and, and good win for Clemson. Um, road game, hostile. I mean, mm-hmm. Doe Campbell is not an easy place to win. No matter how bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's loud, drunks, just loud. That annoying chant. Whoa! Or sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are terrible. Yeah, it can get, but. Clemson did what they had to do, and they walked away with a, a solid victory. And their ACC, as well as um, bigger aspirations, are, are still alive. Defense good job, good. DJ. Yeah, DJ looked good. I mean, he still sees everything of like two beats too slow. I mean, one of the touchdowns he threw in the back in the front pylon. I'm like, dude, throw the ball! Like, throw the ball! Like, it's like. For me, it's like you know when a, when your phone has a glitch and it's like it moves, like it's it's a delay by like a second or two after you've maybe tried to send touch that button. That's what playing. That's what watching DJ Yu Young Galele is like when it when it comes to playing quarterback. At least throwing the football because well he's not running the ball anywhere. He's not that type of athlete. 
But anytime that a tiger can go ahead and take out a knoll, my the friend of my the, the friend of my enemy is my friend. Thank you, Clemson. Nah, say that again. Hmm? Oh no, I, I I took I took that and I, I did that for myself. That is that is strictly for me. The friend Thanks. of your enemy, or I'm sorry, a friend of <laughs> say my that friend. again. <laughs> say that again. Uh, the enemy of the my enemy, enemy of my, the enemy is of my, my friend. Enemy. Yes, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for that oh. correction. Thank you, sir. Thank you. That's why Appreciate I'm here. It. That's why. I'm Thank here. you, uh, Mississippi State. Um, Kentucky, Kentucky mm. found a way to win 27-17. Mike Leach, mm. Mike, Coach, mm. you're a weirdo. You're, a, I'm just gonna call it what it is. You're a weirdo, but I love everything about your offense. I love everything about what you're doing over there at, at good old in in good old Starkville, Mississippi. Starkville, this is in, this is inexcusable. Inexcusable. It's not good. Yeah, no, you, you, I'm off the bandwagon now. I can't even be, we can't, we're not even cool no more. We can't, we can't even be crew no more. We're not cool. Sorry, coach. Um, we got to get in my bed, my good graces again, somehow, some way. Um, just a quick blip on the radar, Stanford 16, Notre Dame 14. Anytime you can beat a leprechaun, when trees beat leprechauns, I am all for it. That's all I got to say about that one. Okay. The game that I fell asleep on and I wish I didn't. I dozed off. I mean, Pac-12 after dark. It's so hard to stay awake with some of these games. But uh, yeah, but number... if it was Cinemax after dark, you'd be wide hey, awake. Whoa, 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 hey, whoa, hey, whoa. hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> we had the number seven USC Trojans facing off against my one, at least at one time, one of my playoff teams, uh, playoff hopefuls, the number twenty Utah Utes. Uh, they may have a chance. You never know. You just may never know. Keep on fighting, guys. Keep fighting. Uh, they came. Utah came out with a 43-42 victory. Um, one of the big things, USC had an opportunity. Opportun- I can't talk today. I'm sorry. Opportunistic defense. Um, but the offense is what was has been carrying this team. And this time, even under five touchdowns and over 300, almost 300 yards, from Caleb Williams, it just wasn't enough. Um, going to Utah is tough. Going to Utah is I, tough. And great game, man. Great like, game. You, 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 fell, you fell asleep on a on a bomb burner. And, I mean, shouts out to Utes coach for saying, oh, hell no. We ain't going to overtime. Because this game was like a, a back and forth the entire mm-hmm. game. Just bang, 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 bang. You score, I score. I score, you score. We flipped the field. You score, I score. You score, I score. And it was 42-41. Under a minute to go, Utah coach was like, eh, go for the win. <laughs> We're yeah. not going to overtime. We're we, we going to be here all night if we mess around with overtime because nobody was stopping no one. And that was the that was the ball game. It was – they went for two. They made it. Great game uh, and, and great game. I, I and I don't think that loss. While that loss may curtail USC's bigger aspirations, you, you won't have to worry about hearing them talking about the playoffs. 
thank goodness. Um, but I think it still sets up for where they can go long term. I, I, I think Lincoln has them boys rolling. And I don't think this loss is going to hurt them unless they let it hurt them next week. I mean, you still got UCLA coming up. Um, they they got two two or three games that are that could be. Arizona's not terrible, but they're not great. Uh, Cal yeah. is a dumpster fire. They may not have football in the next 20 years. Just saying. <clears throat> just saying. Uh, Colorado, eh. They just, nah. although they did just beat uh, Cal, uh, UCLA in late November. UCLA. Uh, that one's going to be tough. And then they finished the season with a Notre Dame team. And Notre uh, Dame, yeah. They're, they're a stingy defense. They may not be a great offense, but they are stingy defense, and they will play that game ugly. So USC still, and, and the great thing about the Pac-12 is they have no divisions, so every game counts the rest of the way. So they need they may need a little help from Oregon uh to get that dub, uh get to catch an L or so. Um Oregon actually plays US UCLA very uh this coming week. So that'll determine a lot right now at the top of the of the Pac 12. That'll help determine some things. So USC, you just gotta win out. Mm-hmm. Fight them. Fight literally, fight them. Literally. Literally. <laughs> literally. Um, last but not least, and this is this is one that I was really hoping. Just, just to help us out a little bit. Uh, the Duke Blue Devils went toe to toe with the North Carolina Tar Heels, a six and one North Carolina team that I still don't understand why no one is giving them any kind of love as far as putting them in the rankings. I mean, you've beaten the Miami team, you've beaten Virginia Tech, um, you you literally came within two touchdowns of beating Notre Dame. You've beaten App State, you've beaten Georgia State, and you beat some team in Tallahassee, not named Florida State. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking because that was actually a good game. Um, they beat the they beat the Florida A and M Rattlers. Your alma mater, sir. Um, this this one this one this team needs to be a at least ranked at this point. Drake May has to be a uh, Heisman candidate. The numbers that he's putting up are just big. Got to. Got to. Did you hear this too? This dude. This dude just said. <laughs> this dude is funny. You are not exempt from. You are not ha, exempt ha, from getting the trolling. You are ha, not ha, exempt. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, we scored twenty four points against that porous ass defense with half our squad. The other half sitting back home in Tallahassee. Mm. Boy, we would have had our full squad. We would have whipped their ass. So, um, now having said that, you said they should be ranked. Ranked what? Twenty two, twenty four, in the twenties, <laughs> in the twenties, in the twenties. Right, they are ranked in in the in the top hundred and six percentile, maybe. Come on, nice. man. they're not nice. that good. They're wow. not. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, they're six and one, and they're they're actually I'd putting you say Miami should be ranked than them. I mean, there is oh, no, there is no oh, way. I mean, they lost to Miami, didn't they? We oh, no, no, they, they, no, they beat they, they beat, beat Miami. Miami. They did yeah, they beat, beat us. They, they oh, did I, beat us. I must have forgot. Yeah, so just, let's just call let's just call North Carolina then the um the state champions. 
Mm. Wow. How's that? Wow. You want to wow. crown their ass? Crown them. They they might get crowned because I needed a little help from Duke just to they got down to the end and and I, they just couldn't if they could have got maybe 10 15 yards more that field goal might have been okay but um yeah yeah I was hoping for a, a Duke upset just simply just give us a little help when it comes what, down to it maybe cause this is basketball I don't yeah. see Dean Smith or, or Mike Shashevsky out there I ain't see this wasn't Jordan versus Versus Christian Leitner and Grant Hill and Amaker and <sighs> no, 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 no. This okay. is football and Duke football. I mean, Steve Spurrier is not coaching it. Yikes! Yikes! Come on, man. I told you, straight no chase. Okay. Okay. Let's not even play. Let's okay. not even play. Okay. <laughs> So real quick, real quick, let's let's talk Heisman real quick. So our five, we 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 talked about Heisman earlier in the in the season, and we kind of want to come back and update some things. So in no particular order right now, who are your five? Um, my man got his Dr Pepper back, and and he's still kicking CJ out of the house. And still took his parents, Bryce Young, my, my top five, right? Or my, my five. They're probably the same five as yours. I, I really believe. Unless you surprise me with one. But Bryce, CJ, Blake, Stetson, the hook man, Hendon. <sighs> this one, I got a little bit of a change. Slight change. Skirt, you took you took you took Stetson out. Hmm. You took Stetson out. Maybe, just maybe. Just, All right, go ahead. Just Hendon go Hooker. Yeah. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud. Those guys are not leaving. Like mm-hmm. we can, you can forget. You can pretty much forget. And mm, so far, Blake Corum. So we have four that are not leaving. <laughs> we have four that are not leaving because I just don't see any who because simply because. With Michigan, they don't have a quarterback, so everything is they're going to run the football. (laughs) So it literally goes through him. He has a bad game. We may have we may have a different discussion, but I don't see that happening. That number five spot, that number five spot, belongs to to Jameer Gibbs. Oh come on, really? In a loss. What Jameer Gibbs did in that game, take him out that game, Bryce Young doesn't have the success that he has. Jameer Gibbs belongs in the, he's a distant five. He won't win it, but I have to recognize him. He's not so even getting invited. Mm, wow. He might he, he may not. He may not. Um, because Alabama has only now decided to run the football enough. But for me, when I see what I see from him. He has everything you want in a Heisman level running back. And for what all of the effort that he gave in that game against Tennessee, Stetson has been it's cool. That's cool. What you did is it's cool. But I gotta give love to the running back just a little bit. Just a little bit. You you and Stetson and, and, and Jameer Gibbs are right there. One week it may be they may they may be flip-flopping throughout the year. Drake May. 
Oh, it's real hard to put you in there when you got a, a Heisman-level running back and the national champion quarterback vying for that five, that number five spot. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Yeah. I mean, I can't I can't argue your because those are your selections. Mm-hmm. Even though they're even though they're wrong. I mean, wow, I mean, oh, wow, 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 wow. You can't you can't argue. I, I won't okay. argue. Okay. Okay. Last but not least, playoffs. Coach, playoffs. playoffs. We're talking playoffs. So oh, initially, man, we, need, we, we need that drop. We really do. We uh, do I need to bring that drop back? Do I need to bring we, that we, back? Yeah, we, I think we, I'll bring we, it back. We need, we need to drop. I might have to bring the drops back. Return of if you if you've been following me and and if you follow Rick when we had the other show, um, drops were a thing. He used to Rick used to hate the I'm a man. I'm forty. I used to hate that one. Um, and, and you might, I think you, did you hate the Lee Corso too? You hated the Lee Corso, not so fast. Uh, not so fast. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, I might have to bring, I might have to figure out how to bring the drops back, make it happen. But um, our, we got playoffs and we're midway through, we're literally midway through the season at this point. Um, the official playoff rankings will not drop until. November 1st, but at the midway point, give me your six for in two on the bubble. Dun, dun, dun. The defending national football champion, Georgia Bulldogs, Athens, Georgia. The Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Rocky Top High. Rocky mm. Tennessee at number three. Michigan. 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 Number four. Ooh, okay. Okay. Sitting right there. Them other tigers down. Or well, for me, up in Clemson, those Clemson Tigers, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you're not going to go too far. You can't talk playoffs without talking Alabama in the mix. Alabama was right there at number six. Alabama, and on the outskirts, I got to just throw it on the outskirts because you still got TCU there. You still got Ole Miss. And you still got the big, um, the the pack twenty six winner between <laughs> USC and UCLA. So, um, but right now, those six with TCU saying, "Hey, don't forget about me," and Ole Miss is like, "Hey, we're in the SEC too. Can we play?" So those are my six plus. Okay, so this one's easy for me. Um, Georgia one, Ohio State two, Michigan three, Tennessee four, Clemson five, Alabama six. Until further notice, Alabama six. They lose again. Um, Clemson was so hard not to to put in here because. Even though they, they their wins are ugly, 
they're winning. Even if DJ Uyunglele is just, it's just hard to watch. He's slightly improving, and you know, it's hard not to. It's hard to. It's not really that hard to improve when you're at the bottom, but yeah, Clemson. Clemson is right there. They're nipping on those guys' heels. Um, we'll find out a lot about these six simply because we are going to see Tennessee, Georgia in a couple weeks. So that'll, that'll solve a lot of our problems. That's the thing, the beautiful part about this college football tends to work itself out. Mm-hmm. Right. So Georgia, Tennessee, that'll work itself out. Let's say Alabama makes it to the sec title game. Alabama, Georgia will work itself out. Ohio State, Michigan play at the end of the year. That'll work itself out. Clemson laying in the weeds. Laying in the weeds. Just saying. Not lose. I mean, just lose. Just lose. I mean, there'll be a one-loss team at some point. I can't say who to who because I don't want to get slandered. But they'll lose to they have one loss on their schedule, at least I hope. Um, and then going forward, but you know. They'll still be able to be in the ACC title game. Um, I don't think anybody's beating them in that. In that, I mean, they have pretty much full control of that. Uh, they beat in Florida State. They beat in Wake Forest. It's kind of easy cruising here for Clemson. So but they put it on cruise control, and we'll see. Nothing but smooth sailing tonight. <clears throat> so we'll be talking as for, we'll be talking more. Um, We'll get more in depth into this whole playoff thing as we get closer to that initial official college football playoff ranking drop date, which again is November 1st. Um, so we'll, you know, of course they gotta they gotta deliver it to you on the first of the month. It's rent's due. Rent's it's due. the first of the month. Looking ahead, looking ahead to next week. Um couple good matchups, some actually some very good matchups. Um App State, Georgia State. On Wednesday, we got Wednesday night football now. So we're at that point of the year where uh, the pro league, they're going to have Monday and Thursday. The college guys, we're going to have, oh, I'm sorry, in the pro and Sunday. <laughs> but um, yeah, the college guys, we get third, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So we get, if you are a fan of the game of football, you have, this is your time of the year. This is your time every single day. Um, we got an ACC Coastal matchup, Georgia Georgia Tech and Virginia on Thursday. Those ACC Thursday night games are crazy. Um, I don't really care who wins. Beat each other up. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Um, signed Miami fan. Uh, my Miami Hurricanes face off against the Duke Blue Devils. We'll show those guys how to finish games. Uh, that's a 1230 kick. No one else in the country cares. Um, Mississippi State. Uh, Alabama, seven o'clock on Saturday. That's going to be a tough one because that helps determine the the, the division, the, the West of the SEC. Uh, Clemson, Syracuse. That one's going to be interesting. If can can Syracuse really? Sean Tucker is he going to be enough, or does Garrett Schrader got to do a little bit extra to get this team over the hump? Um, Tennessee gets a little bit of an off week. Tennessee Martin facing off against Tennessee Martin at home. Uh, Ohio State, Iowa, a great defense versus a with an offense that I that even my my grandfather would say is boring um, and is uncreative and everything else. I'm just gonna say right now, Ohio State's gonna put 35 on them. Just calling it, calling it now. Um, 
Cincinnati SMU should be a good one. We it seems like it's been a minute since we've seen Cincinnati. Um, West Virginia Texas Tech that'll be a good one. Good old Big Twelve barn burner. Um, West Virginia and Baylor was a good one uh, on Thursday. UCLA Oregon that's going to be a tough one. That'll help. That'll help shape that big that Pac twelve out. Uh, Ole Miss LSU that one's going to help determine that that we're in the SEC West. So we got a good slate of games. Oklahoma State and Texas, that one's always a shootout. Always. Hey, Coach, you're a man. You're 50. Go show that young guy, Sark, what a man that's 50 looks like. Um, K-State. K-State. K-State, TCU, that's going to be a good one. That one's going to be contrasting styles, the, the option versus the spread option. Got to be real specific about that. You know how those um those navy those those wishbone and and flexbone guys feel. They're they're they're, they're option. Everybody else, they're not option. They're not option. That's, yeah. that ain't no damn option. That's gonna turn into a thing. I'm just I'm just gonna be honest. That's gonna turn into a thing. Um, uh, UCF and ECU. That'll be a UCF is not terrible, but I mean they're five and one. But unfortunately, they're a G five, and you may not you may see them ranked at the end, but who knows? Um, and your guy, Michael Penix Jr., faces off against Cal in a Pac-12 after dark game that I probably will have to put on put on the DVR because that is at 1030. And I'm the last time. You know what? I have a rule in my house. We do not watch Cal if it's Pac-12 after dark. The last time I did that, them in Oregon went into triple overtime. That game did not end until 2 o'clock in the morning, and I refuse to be up that early or, the, or if you want to call it that late uh for a college game i fell asleep woke up and went back to sleep in the middle of that same game sorry cal not happening mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay i'll be up well, oh we know you will we know you will you, you we, we know how how you do with the with the pac 12 after dark i mean cinemax anyways um Anyway, guys, uh, make sure you guys stay stay locked in, stay connected to us on Twitter. Uh, you can follow the show at CFB Overdrive. You can follow myself on Twitter at Fred Purdue CFB. Um, I'm still. You can you can also catch Rick on Twitter. Tell him what a what a damn Tar Heel is, so we can we can move on from this because you know Duke couldn't do it. So where can they find you to tell you this? At Rick Brown ninety one, and if anyone has Cinemax, please. Um, if you have a, do you have to have a code to get it? Because I don't have Cinemax <laughs> anymore. I thought it was a beautiful series when I did have it back in the day, but <clears throat> I don't have it anymore. But find me at Rick Brown ninety one. Please tell me what the hell a Tar Heel is, because I, I, I don't, you know, I know they don't have any defense. I know that. But um, is that what a Tar Heel is? A no defense football team? Was that mm. what Tar Heel mean? Mm. Shots fired. Just let me know. Shots fired. Eric Brown 91 on Twitter. <laughs> All right, guys. Make sure you guys stay safe out there. We'll see you on, on – we'll talk back at you on Wednesday where we'll break down everything for week eight, some great matchups, and we'll kind of get back into it. Till then, guys, enjoy the pro people. You know how those people do. Enjoy those guys. Stay safe and peace. Peace.